Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 99. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast and we try to address things that you wouldn't necessarily hear in a morning message at the church or in a Sunday school class or maybe even in a Bible study. But yet you've got questions that you're seeking answers for as you go about your daily life. Or maybe you're being asked some questions by somebody who's a friend of yours and you really don't know how to respond. In fact, that's the kind of question that we're going to be dealing with today. This is a question that was presented to me by someone who is a believer in Christ, but they were interacting with some folks and the whole issue of ghosts came up, spirits of the deceased. And so they kind of had a question and the question arose in their group, what does the Bible teach about ghosts? And so that's what we're going to deal with today. That's the question we're going to wrestle with today here on the podcast. And so we're going to approach this several ways. First of all, we need to understand the question because it seems like a pretty straightforward question. But when you ask that question, you need to really understand some things. And we're going to discuss that in a little bit. And then from an understanding of that question, we're going to launch off into two different areas to try to bring us to some sort of conclusion. So let's go ahead and begin with looking at this whole issue of understanding the question. Because you might be sitting there and you're saying, well, George, that's a pretty straightforward question. What does the Bible teach about ghosts? What do you mean you've got to spend some time talking about this? Well, pay attention. Bear with me. You'll understand where I'm going with this. First of all, when we talk about ghosts, usually the whole topic comes up because somebody maybe has had an experience or they know of somebody who has had an experience with something that they have determined to be ghosts. Or maybe they saw something on TV. So if we're going to address this question about what does the Bible teach about ghosts, we need to grasp, first of all, an underlying truth, an underlying factor that's true for everyone. And here it is. You will always interpret an experience with some type of worldview. You and I, when we go through life and we experience something, your interpretation of that experience will always come from whatever worldview you hold to, especially the dominant worldview. And that's very important when we get to this question about the issue of ghosts. Because I need you to understand, and I think you probably already do, ghosts or spirits have been a part of popular human thinking for ages. Ghosts and spirits have been a part of popular human thinking 
for ages. You can go back even to the time of the Greeks and the Romans, or even some of the ancient cultures, and they will discuss this whole issue of ghosts or spirits of the dead coming and interacting with living beings. And so this has always been around and been a part of our culture. And especially today in North American culture, it is a very prominent part as you're watching TV. It's on some of the whole programming that is there. There is also shows devoted to the paranormal. And so it's become very much ingrained in our popular culture. But that's a worldview. Our popular culture portrays a worldview in which they accept or they present the existence of ghosts. Our question that we're trying to answer today is looking at it from the perspective of the Bible. And so I want you to understand this third point. The Bible provides a different view of the world. The Bible provides a different view of of the world. So the worldview from the Bible is completely different than the worldview that is being presented by our culture and our world. So therefore, whatever experience you've had or whatever experience you've heard of is going to be interpreted by whatever your worldview is. So the question really that we're going to deal with is not what does the Bible teach about ghosts, the question is, are ghosts a part of the biblical worldview concerning this world? That's really what the question is. So when you look at the biblical worldview, are ghosts a part of the biblical worldview concerning this world? Because the biblical worldview has a concept of this world. The question is, is are ghosts a part of that? And that will help you to understand your experience if you're approaching it from a biblical world view. So one more point we're going to make here as we consider and understand the question. Here it is. So in order to answer that question, we must look at what the scripture teaches about spirits and what happens at death. So we're going to look and see what does the Bible teach about spirits? And then what does the Bible teach about what happens at death? Because that's very important to understand a biblical worldview because the popular worldview is that people die and they become spirits and sometimes we have those spirits living among us. So that's going to bring us to what we're going to do the rest of our time here with the podcast. We're going to look, first of all, at what the scripture says about the events concerning death. So the events that happen when someone dies. And that's very important to understand the biblical viewpoint there, because that's going to answer you concerning what the Bible says about ghosts. Then we're going to look at the reality of spirits, because the Bible does talk about spirits. It may not necessarily have the same concept of spirits that people do in our popular culture, but you need to understand what the Bible says about spirits in general, and that will help you to answer this question. So let's talk about the events concerning death. 
okay? The events concerning death. In order to understand what the Bible is presenting, let's go back to what popular culture says. So popular culture views ghosts as the spirits of those who have died. So typically when you talk about ghosts in our culture, it's always with reference to the spirit that comes out of a dead person that is somehow still in this world. Yes, there are some that go to heaven. Yes, there are some that go to hell. But there are also spirits here who have not found peace, who are still dwelling among us. Or maybe they've been to heaven or hell, but they're back and they're here. And that's what popular culture is conveying and has conveyed for years. But we want to talk about what does the Bible say about those who have died? So let's talk about the events of that. First of all, the scripture teaches that when someone dies, they will immediately appear for the judgment. Did you get that? When someone dies, they will immediately appear for the judgment. Listen to what the writer of Hebrews says in chapter 9, verse 27. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. Did you hear what the writer is saying? First of all, there is an appointed time for each person to die. And as soon as they die, the writer is saying, then there's the judgment. So the reality is, is that when you die, you immediately are going not here forever, dwelling here hanging out here, dwelling here in a disembodied form, you are going to appear in the judgment. Now, what does that mean, the judgment? Because you say, I'm a believer, or my loved one is a believer. What does that mean? Well, let's go a little bit further. For believers, those who die are immediately in the presence of the Lord. Those who die are immediately in the presence of the Lord. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8. We are confident, yes, well-pleased rather, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So talking about the things that he's going through, he said they are pleased if they die. Why? Because if they die... They know that upon their death, they will be immediately in the presence of the Lord forever. So right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, so if you have a loved one who knows Jesus and who was saved when they passed away and they went to be with Jesus, they're not here. They are forever with Jesus. That's the reality of what the text is saying. You say, well, what about unbelievers? Well, for unbelievers, the judgment means punishment in hell. The judgment means punishment in hell. Listen to what Jesus says in his, his story concerning the rich man and Lazarus in Luke chapter 16, verse 22 to 23. Here's what Jesus said. So it was that the beggar, Lazarus, died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, or hell, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Now, did you get what it says there? He died, was buried, and being, next thing, and being in torments in hell. So, again, 
Unbelievers don't hang out here and dwell in this world. According to the biblical worldview, when you die, immediately comes the judgment. For the believer, you go to be with the Lord. For the unbeliever, judgment. Judgment. So here's the final point I want to make concerning the events surrounding death. Here's the fifth point. In the biblical worldview, there is no possibility of remaining on earth as a spirit or ghost. There is no possibility of remaining as a spirit or ghost as we so think of it in popular culture. Now you're saying, okay, well, wait a minute, George, you, you said earlier, we're going to talk about that the Bible does talk about spirits. So help me to understand what the biblical worldview is about spirits, because you know what? I've had this experience. This experience was real to me, or this experience was real to my friend, or this experience was real to whoever told me about it. How do you explain that from the Bible? Because there was obviously something going on well, let's talk about the reality of spirits from the Scripture. Reality of spirits from the Scripture. Now, I want you to understand that in the beginning, when God created, he created two types of beings. He created spirit beings, and we'll talk about them in a moment, and then he created you and I, human beings. Now, in the scripture, there are spirit beings which are called angels. There are spirit beings. They're not like us, flesh, but they're spirit. And these spirit beings are angels, angelic beings. And we see that throughout scripture. There are angelic beings. Now, these spirits or angels, can appear and interact with our world. These spirits or angels can appear and interact in our world. In fact, we see that throughout the Old Testament and even in the New Testament where these spirit beings interact in our world in some way with human beings, and we see that often. Now, in the scripture, these spirit beings are divided into two groups. So angels can be divided into two groups. And here they are. Angels and demons. Angels and demons. The angels being good angels, those who serve the Lord. Demons who therefore are evil and are opposed to the Lord. In fact, the scripture says of all of the spirit beings that were created, a third of the angels or a third of those spirit beings rebelled against God and are what we call demons in this world. Now, demons are evil in that they are deceptive and destructive towards humanity. Do you understand their character? Demons are truly the enemy of all humanity. They hate God, therefore they hate what God has created and what God loves, and he loves humanity. That's why he sent Jesus. And so therefore, in their interactions with us, they're going to be deceptive, they're going to be destructive, and they're going to want to seek to destroy your life through many means, such as fear, 
lies, and other ways in which accusation, in which they try to destroy our lives. And so these beings are very real and interact in our lives continually, whether we realize it or not. They're spirit beings. So that brings me to my final point I want to make here about the reality of spirits. And the scripture is very clear about this. Demons will appear in whatever form to deceive humanity. Did you catch what I was saying there? Demons will appear in whatever form to deceive humanity. That's their purpose, is that they want to deceive humanity. So they're going to appear in whatever form to do that. In fact, we see that Paul refers to that in his second letter to the Corinthians. Listen to what he says in chapter 11, verses 14 and 15. Now, at first, he's going to talk about Satan, who is the chief demon or the chief fallen angel who took a third of the angels with him. But it's also going to describe those who serve him or are under his authority, which are other demons. Listen to what he says. And no wonder... For Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. So he's making it very clear that demons can appear to us in whatever form they want to, including benevolent forms. But in the ultimate reality of who they are, they are evil and they are bent on our destruction. Okay, so what I've done with this question is look at the whole issue of how do ghosts fit into the worldview of the Bible? And to be honest with you, the concept of ghost as we have it in popular culture does not fit into the worldview. Well, you say, okay, George, what do I do with my experience? Well, what you do with your experience is interpret your experience based upon the truths of the scripture. So whatever that experience is, you can know right off the bat that it is not the spirit of someone who has died. Why? Because whether they're a believer or an unbeliever, when they die, they go and they enter into judgment. That is the final decision of where they are in the future, whether it's to be with the Lord forever or punishment in hell. So it's not the spirit of someone else. But then if it is real and you are experiencing, then it must be some type of spirit. Well, then again, you interpret that in light of what the biblical worldview is concerning spirit beings. Now, basically, what I'm ultimately saying is, is that the viewpoint that our culture has concerning ghosts and what the Bible says are completely different, and they view things and the experiences that people have from two different perspectives. So now the question is, which perspective do you want to interpret it from? And if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the only proper perspective to interpret it from 
is the perspective of God's revealed word because he created this world and he created how this world operates. And you can't get away from that reality. Finding Clarity podcast is really the opportunity to answer questions that you and I might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So what we try to do each and every week with this podcast is answer questions, questions that you're wrestling with that others are wrestling with. And you might be saying, okay, George, how do I get these questions to you? Well, there are several ways. First of all, if you attend a service here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church, we would encourage you to write that question down, just throw it in the offering, or give it to one of the men, and they'll get it to me, and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. Or you can come talk to me personally and say, George, I've got this question. Do you want to take some time and explain that? I listened to the podcast. I really would like to consider what the Bible says about that. While we're talking about being a part of the Kerwinsville Christian Church, it's possible that you're listening to this podcast through whatever means, and you live in the Kerwinsville Clearfield area, and you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to consider coming, at least coming to a service and seeing for yourself what it's like here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. What you're going to find is a group of real people who just want to follow and love Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter how you dress, because we're a come-as-you-are church, but we're all seeking a deeper relationship with Christ. That's what you're going to find here. You can also contact us through Facebook. Simply go to facebook.com slash findingclaritypodcast. We would encourage you to like the page, but you can direct message us through that page, or you can write your question on the wall, and we'll try to get to it here on the podcast. You can also contact us through our church website, which is kerwinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact page. You'll see a form there that you can fill out, submit your question, and we'll get it here, and we'll see about answering it on the podcast. Next week, we're going to hit episode 100. It's amazing to think that we've already are up to 100 episodes here on the podcast. But we're going to look at a question that's very relevant to all of us because we struggle with this and it has to do with one of the spiritual disciplines in our life as believers. Something that we're told to do always and is very important to our life. But sometimes we don't do it or we find ourselves in a period of not doing this. The question is, is it a sin? So here's the question we're going to look at next week. Is not reading the Bible a sin? Is not reading the Bible a sin? We hope you're going to be here next week for episode 100 as we answer that question. Until then, take care.